And I call them devils. These kiddie devils, right? This is any team, truthfully, I mean, hand in heart, any team who can plot and implement and take down clear at the moment, I, I do think it's kiddie. Join myself, Willow Callahan, along with James Skehill and Paul Murphy for the best insight this hurling season. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. We're going to talk about the Republic of Ireland against Georgia in the World Cup qualifier. Uh, just one minute. Here's Vera Pau talking about how Georgia are apparently now a better team than when we absolutely thrashed them in Dublin last November. Um, we, we need to see. We prepare the, the same way as we did in um, game plan wise uh, as we did at the home game um, because it's the same type of uh, opponent. Um, they have played uh, 3-0 <coughs> against Finland and 4-0 against Sweden in their first game against Sweden. Um, um, we've been analysing the game uh, of Sweden um, and what the difference was between the first and the second game. And it looks like they've been really watching our game before they went into their second game. Um, it's a different style of play and it, um, it's a bit similar as we did. Um, so we need to see if we are sharp enough that is that will be the key, the key thing. Are we sharp enough within our game plan um, to be able to score? Uh, and they will play their their plan, of course, to stop us from scoring and trying to beat us with a break. And they have decent players up front who are fast and can break if we leave space, and we will leave space. So it's not only uh, preparation; is not only about uh, scoring goals or getting the first goal. Uh, on the score sheet but it is uh, equally how to keep them under pressure so that we cannot be beaten with the space that we leave behind us That was Vera Pau talking about how Georgia are a better team now um, no one's really buying that I guess it's take a little bit of pressure off the Republic of Ireland tonight when we expect to rack up a big score Alana good morning to you how are you? Good how are you? What kind of a scoreline should we expect tonight? It's, uh, it, this is brass tacks here from this perspective like what do we need for this to be considered a good performance by Ireland tonight? Yeah, I think it's very interesting. I suppose, understandably, Verapau is kind of trying to play things down there and say it's going to be very different from the last time. Now, obviously, there is some differences in that, you know, they have to play in the heat, which they wouldn't be used to. And uh, there's a lot of players Georgia didn't have the last time we played the due to COVID kind of situation. But, like, in saying that, at the same time, we should still really be racking up uh, a really good scoreline because we shouldn't just be looking for the three points here. We should really be, like, you know, looking to surpass I think uh, Finland bet them 3-0 at home I think that would be the benchmark and um, Sweden bet them 15-0 at home so even this rhetoric of the they play a lot better at home they still do but they've yet to win a game in the campaign and yeah at home too Somebody who is used to playing in the heat is uh, Denise O'Sullivan who obviously plays with uh, North Carolina Courage where things get pretty hot in the summertime and she's in excellent form at the moment so she'll come straight back into the team will she? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it's a no-brainer that she'd have to. She's just such... She's one of our best players along uh, alongside uh, Katie McCabe there, obviously. The two of them with the, our highest goal tallies for each their name so far in this campaign. But yeah, she's just a brilliant footballer and she is so kind of... Works tirelessly in there. And while she's very technical, she's still able to muscle off a lot of her opponents, which is something um, we kind of need in our team because... While we have a lot of kind of gifted footballers, we need someone to get that hard work done as well. And she can do both. You know, you saw that, especially that Twitter clip that went viral last weekend. Uh, or last week, she had that uh, goal, which was making all the headlines. But there was a lot of intricate play leading up to that, especially even the pass. 
out um, like building up to it was something people weren't really talking about I guess but definitely deserved to be up there as well as like some of her uh, merits that she can display and we'll be hoping to, she brings that into the game tonight as well well, one of the really striking things about the game last November was just how uh, how ruthless Ireland were. Like they've really got some joy out of tattooing Georgia eleven nil, and uh, there was obviously this kind of like kind of internal competition between Denise O'Sullivan and Katie McCabe with regards to getting player of the match to who would get more goals. Denise ended up with three goals in the night. Katie got two, and like you wouldn't be surprised if that's the sort of thing that's in the back of their minds going into tonight, where it's like, right, I'm going to outdo you tonight. I'm going to be the one who scores more goals than you tonight. Definitely, and I think uh, there's that bit of rivalry between them, which is brilliant. It only drives everyone on, and I think like the way where it's being played down, as I was saying there, um, while that's still a rhetoric, and like we do still need the three points, the goal difference can be will be so vital to us because not so much maybe in this group, but if we were to surpass, I know it's even tempting fair to even saying that, but if we were to surpass goal difference and results and how how much the margins where between the teams can really come into play so yeah if we're to like set ourselves in good stead uh, for the rest of this group stage and then maybe beyond we do need to be racking up a great score and as you say Kane McCabe and Denise are the, definitely the ones capable of that we've other players too though I guess like um, I uh, expect Heather Payne will come back into the side I know she played against the Philippines but um, I think she's playing kind of a higher up role this time around and then um, I think Lucy Quinn will start too because yeah, I was just about to ask that because we were having that conversation with uh, Karen on Friday, Karen Duggan on Friday, with regards to what Ireland do in attack. So it'd be the two of them up front, and uh, like I guess the, the question is regarding the, the depth in that position. Do you feel that they're guaranteed starters from here on out for for Vera Pau in the the Republic of Ireland qualification campaign? I think so, and I actually uh, tuned into what Karen was saying. I completely agree in the fact that you know we are a touch light up the forward line, and. Um, while we do have immense talent there, we do just kind of need to bolster the ranks a little bit because while like, we have Lucy Quinn and Payne and even Amber Barrett there, um, we do need to kind of strengthen up elsewhere because, you know, Stephanie Roach came in the other day and played her first game for Ireland since 2017. And while she's been going really well in the Women's National League, which of course is ever increasing in standard, it's just not really to the same level as obviously some of our other players in the WSL and in major leagues around the world. So like we do need to kind of uh, continuously strengthen up there. So, but I don't think this would be the game to uh, do that. It will be not for a start. It will be when, if we go on to establish a lead, but before that, I think we need to start our best team and kind of see where we go from there. Um, kickoffs at five o'clock. Victory will move us above Finland in second place in the group. The Swedes obviously are top in the group, and uh, you know are definitely going to win the group. So, what do we need in terms of qualification for the rest of the, the, the competition? It's it's a convoluted system, but ideally we're going to end up in a playoff in Australia. Yeah. So obviously we have Finland and Slovakia to come yet. Uh, Finland also have to play our, our, ourselves, and then they have to play Sweden too. So they have two tough games there as well. Um, in that regard, I suppose we did ourselves a favour when we bet Sweden, but Slovakia also did us one when they took points off Finland and um, stopped them getting all three points there. They had a draw there before Christmas. So, yeah, if we finish above um, Finland, that'll be the main goal anyways for a start. But after that, uh, yeah, it gets quite complicated. There's a kind of a, all 10 of the UEFA groups, the second place um, going to... Uh, to group, you have to play two games, two knockout games, 
and the teams that get through that, the top two go straight through to the World Cup and then the third place teams go into a playoff uh, down in uh, Australia and New Zealand just before the tournament actually starts. Yeah, so uh, like if we could make it that far, if you... Yeah, if we... You, you nearly worry about the rest of it then. Exactly. If you can get to Australia and qualify from that tournament, then you'll have been together for a month qualifying. And, you know, you'd like to think that at that stage you're playing like a club team and who knows what could happen. So uh, a lot rests on tonight and those many goals being scored. Alana, good stuff. Thanks a million for joining us and clarifying all that for us. Cheers. Thank you. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.